everyone, I'm Emma Chatonet. I'm the International Mobility Manager at Herbert Smith Freehills. Um, today I'm going to be giving a very high level overview of the mobility and people considerations as we approach the end of the year with Brexit. Um, if you cannot see the slides, hopefully this audio should give you a sufficient overview. Um, Okay, so the first point really to discuss is the EU settlement scheme. Um, many of you might be familiar with this already. Um, it is a home office um, system which has been operational since mid-2019 now. Um, it essentially protects the existing rights of EU nationals and their family members who are already living in the UK and who will be living in the UK prior to the end of the year. Um, now, generally speaking, EU nationals and their family members already living in the UK will have their rights protected. Um, and the same applies, of, of course, for UK nationals in the EU in the similar position. Um, Individuals who are already residing in the UK are encouraged to apply under the EU settlement scheme before the end of the year. However, the official deadline is the 30th of June 2021. Um, the crux of the whole thing being is you must be residing in the UK prior to the end of the year. Um, now, after applying to the EU settlement scheme, you will get one of two statuses. You will get settled status or pre-settled status. Um, and essentially what that means, it all just depends on how long you've been living in the UK um, by the time you apply um, under the EU settlement scheme. Um, if you've been in the UK for five years or longer, you will get settled status. Um, and if you've been anything less than that, it'll be pre-settled status, which um, you can then upgrade to settled status once you've got the appropriate um, level of um, residence. Um, so similarly, moving into the, the European side of things, any UK nationals who are living in the EU by the 31st of December are going to make sure they have registered in their country of residence. Um, now, every every member state obviously is going to have its own registration requirements, so that'll differ um, depending on where the, where the person is. So that's something to bear in mind as well. Um, so I guess what are the key changes um, from 1st of January 2021? Um, so most crucially, free movement is ending, um, but I guess a, an important caveat to that is that um, the rights between the UK and the Republic of Ireland um, when it comes to travel um, and free movement will stay the same. So the common travel area is remaining in place despite Brexit. Um, so we can, you know, UK nationals and Irish nationals can continue to move freely um, between the two countries as normal. Um, when it comes to working, um, things are changing quite a bit. So um, any EU nationals who are arriving in the UK looking to work after the 1st of January will essentially need a work permit to, to do so. Um, and that of course obviously applies to UK nationals wanting to go to the EU as well. Um, when it comes to visiting either for tourism or for a business visit, um, EU nationals can enter the UK visa-free for up to six months in a year for tourism or for business. Um, so it's going to be quite interesting how to, I guess, um, track that and, and monitor that and, and how strict the authorities are going to be um, on, on that ground. But I guess we're, we're still waiting for further information as to how that's going to be policed at all. Um, and similarly, so UK nationals will not need a visa to go to the EU um, for tourism or for business. 
Um, however, they will need to adhere to the Schengen rules, um, which you may or may not have heard of, um, which is essentially no more than 90 days in any rolling 180 day period. So again, it's going to be more important to be monitoring your travel um, in not just in one particular EU country, but in the EU, the Schengen zone in general. Um, so another key factor, um, another well, key thing that's changing from the 1st of January is the introduction of the new immigration system in the UK. So it is essentially bringing together, treating EU nationals the same as any other um, nationals moving forward. Um, and when it comes to, I guess, businesses, most important would be the replacement of the what's called the tier two sponsored visa with the newly rebranded skilled worker visa, um, which will be applicable for um, EU nationals and non-EU nationals who want to come to the UK to work after 1st of January. Um, there are some probably more business friendly changes that are coming as part of the new system, um, such as, you know, uh, reducing salary thresholds, abolishing the resident labour market test, um, that sort of thing, um, which is quite a welcomed change. But again, we don't have the legislation from the Home Office yet. These are very much draft proposals at this stage, but um, they're Every, every all everything we hear so far is that it is going to be a first of January um, introduction for this new system. Um, but I guess what's crucial as well in this regard is any businesses that want that either currently hire EU nationals or will want to hire new EU nationals moving forward will need to become a licensed sponsor with the Home Office to do so. Um, so that gives, a, I guess, a very high level overview of the key changes that are going to be coming in on the 1st of January. Um, for further information on mobility, immigration and, and people considerations, we do have a section on our Beyond Brexit legal guide, um, which is obviously on our website. Um, and you can also subscribe to our Brexit Notes blog to keep up to date. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening.